My name is Heidi and I love stories, funny stories and sad stories and what on earth just happened stories. As it turns out, the Bible is full of them. After two decades in Sunday school, plus a master's in English, I'm here to tell them to you. Get ready, this is Messy Scripture. Well, here we are in the book of First Kings, and we're also going to be jumping to the book of Second Chronicles. The stories will be coming from both of those books, and there's a reason. Most of First Chronicles, in fact, all of First Chronicles, is devoted to telling the stories of David in a slightly different light, and also most of the beginning of Second Chronicles is devoted to Solomon telling his stories in a slightly different light. So we're jumping in and going back and forth because the books of Kings and Chronicles are both trying to do the same thing. They're trying to explain what happened to Israel and Judah in the long term, because eventually they're going to be in a very, very bad position. And these books were written later to try to explain to the people who were in this bad position how they got there and how they might get back. That story is a story for another day. Today's story is about Abijah or Abijam, who was the son of Rehoboam, who fought a war against Jeroboam in the north. So right now we're talking about the king of Judah, Abijam. The biggest thing with him is that he was also trash, but he did have a victory given by God against Jeroboam, and it firmly established the difference between the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. The southern kingdom is going to be a little bit more wishy-washy with God. Sometimes they're doing good, sometimes they're doing bad. Israel basically walks away and never really looks back. This is also a marked shift from the previous relationship between kings and prophets where the prophets were outside the monarchical system and, and they were the king's connection with God. That part's not changing. The biggest difference is that before, prophets were kind of more on the king's side. If you're reading the story, that's how it feels. In reality, the prophets were always on God's side, or at least the real prophets were always on God's side. And now that the kings are going to be a lot less consistent, the prophets are going to have to do a lot more shall we say, calling people onto the carpet. After Abijah slash Abijam died, his son Asa took over the kingdom of Judah. Asa was awesome. He, and I quote, did what was right in the eyes of the Lord as his father David had done. He got rid of the male cult prostitutes and in general the cult prostitutes, and he took away the idols that had been made by his predecessors and also by the people. He removed his grandmother as queen mother because she was the worst and was constantly offering to other gods. And he removed a bunch of idols. He didn't actually take away all the high places, but he himself followed God all the days of his life. There was war between him and Basha, the king of Israel, their whole life. But again, Asa won. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Now you might be wondering, who the heck is King Basha? Last we heard, Jeroboam was still king. Nope, Nadam, his son, was king for two years, and then he was assassinated by Basha, who went to war with Asa. That's kind of the story of Israel's kingship, is there's a lot of overturn by coup and assassination and murder. Meanwhile, in Judah, the line of David's going to remain on the throne, but, like, by a thread. With the exception of King Asa and a couple others that are going to come, who are actually going to do a good job of being king. We're going to turn our attention from Judah to Israel for just a moment, because while Asa is killing the game, taking down idols, deposing his grandma, making sure everything's going well, Basha's being the worst. And so God sends word to a guy named Jehu, and Jehu tells Basha off. He's like, you're the worst, and you're not going to get to be a dynasty because you're the worst. 
that's kind of how it goes, like I said. Here's how that actually comes true. Ella, the son of Basha, takes over after his father's death, and he reigns two years. His father, by the way, had reigned for 20-some-odd years. But Ella reigns two years, and then his servant Zimri, who is like a pretty high-up military commander and a close friend, uh, kills him. Just assassinates him straight out. This is, by the way, 27 years into King Asa's reign. So King Asa is chilling on his throne, taking care of business, not exactly doing everything right, but like trying his best. And there's an assassination going on. Zimri takes over and he successfully reigns for a week. Yep. He makes it one whole week. The army's not super happy to find out that Zimri assassinated the sitting king, Ella, so they ask a different commander named Omri to become king and siege the city. When Zimri sees that the army's coming, he lights his own house on fire and burns up himself and everything and everyone inside. Hooray! A new king! This may not come as a surprise to you, but there's yet another civil war as Omri takes the throne, but he, in fact keeps the throne for a hot minute and he was uh, the worst so far so we're now like five kings in if I'm keeping track right and we have gone from bad to worst to worstest so far he did a lot of other things but that's not what first kings is about and that's not what chronicles is about it's about how some of these people are the worst and about what's going to happen in the future because of how they're the worst. Omri has a son, and he actually does get to take the throne of Israel. His name is Ahab. And Ahab becomes the new worstest. If Omri was the worst, who was worse than Zimri, who was worse than Ella, who was worse than his father Basha, who was worse than his predecessor Nadab, who was worse than Jeroboam, were in bad shape. Ahab marries a woman named Jezebel. And together, Ahab and Jezebel form up a power couple, but like a really evil one. Next episode, we're going to find out what happens when a prophet of God faces off against King Ahab and his very bad wife, Queen Jezebel. Stay tuned. It's showdown time.